It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the On the Pony Express podcast. Part of the On 3 network. Check out all the SMU coverage you need at ontheponyexpress.com. Now, now. here's your host, Billy Embody. Billy Embody. One, two, three. Ready, we go. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the On the Pony Express podcast. I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening. We've got a lot to get to as there was breaking news into On the Pony Express on Thursday as the Mustangs picked up a big commitment. But first, we are sponsored by our friends at Status Jet. Head to statusjet.com and use code PONYUPACC or mention On the Pony Express for a discount when you book a round trip with Status Jet, uh, our presenting sponsor for OnThePonyExpress.com. If you want that personal touch for your charter jet uh, company experience, go to our friends David Henry and Status Jet, proud supporter of SMU Athletics as well. Uh, if you're looking to buy a plane, if you're looking to sell a plane, or just looking to experience that high level of service you want, in a private jet experience, you need to go to our friends at Status Jet. Not only will they get you from point A to point B, if you're working with another company that has things fall through, you can dial them up and they'll take care of your every need when it comes to the private jet experience. Uh, they have an extensive network of industry professionals and resources dedicated to helping with all your aviation needs and especially flying with that high level of luxury that you're so used to uh, when it comes to your private jet uh, company experience, give them a call and just reach out to them and see what they can do for you. Um, whether you've been a veteran of uh, that space uh, and using private jet companies or looking to uh, have your first experience, uh, check them out. We're excited to work with them at status jet um, and, and build some really cool experiences for SMU fans coming up as the Mustangs move to the ACC. So uh, check them out. Our friends at status jet. SMU football did land a commitment on the defensive line from the transfer portal. Tank Booker, a longtime friend of the show, uh, so to speak, as we've been talking about him for quite some time now. He announced on Thursday that he's committed to the Mustangs. And Tank Booker uh, is, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, not 6'5", 280 like he was coming out of high school uh, in the DMV area. But he is now about 6'4", 351 pounds. So a massive man in the middle for that SMU defense has been brought on board. Uh, Torian Carter just committed to Colorado. He was a former SMU commitment from Arkansas out of the transfer portal, uh, but he backed off that pledge and uh, committed to Colorado. So SMU was ahead of the game on this one in terms of seeing the tea leaves of that happening, um, even with his short commitment, and uh, moved on Tank Booker. They beat out Baylor and Texas Tech, uh, two programs that – uh, part of the Big 12 that SMU's battled for some transfer portal commits lately in particular. Uh, it's Booker's third school in as many years. He transferred into Arkansas for the 2023 season from Maryland. 
He's played in 41 career games. He has two and a, two and a half sacks, 10 and a half, 10 and a half uh, tackles for loss. He's got a pair of forced fumbles. Um, and he's really been somebody that uh, has been a rotational guy. Um, he played in 11 games for the Razorbacks this past season. And I think for me, and I've talked about this, even as he was kind of going through the process, if I had to pick and choose between the two, and I know it's easy to say after the fact, but I look at what Tank Booker brings to the 2024 SMU defense. And I think size, I think allowing SMU to play around a little bit more uh, with their defensive tackles a little bit more. And the reason why I say that is because if you're SMU and Torian Carter, you know, comes in about 6'3", 290, 300 pounds, he's a true defensive tackle. And you've got Mike Lockhart, who's considered to be uh, the favorite to start at nose tackle. And I don't think that changes things by adding Tank Booker. But I think what this allows you to do is this allows you to play Mike Lockhart and then have Tank Booker come in and spell him at the nose tackle. And even if you need to go big in the middle with Mike Lockhart at about 6'3", 308, you can play both those guys if you want to on the defensive line at the same time. But then what you can do is have Tank Booker take some snaps at nose. You can have um, Mike Lockhart um, you know, come in and uh, uh, spell him a little bit. But you can also have um, Lockhart play a little defensive tackle if need be. But you also still have uh, Jonathan Jefferson, the, the Georgia transfer. You have Corey Roberson who's coming back. Um, you have some of these guys that um, can can really kind of rotate in a little bit easier. And that's not discounting that you have Mike Johan, Sanjo, and Jiki um, who can give you a few snaps a game at defensive tackle. Um, and then you have Kevin Allen um, who they really hope develops into a defensive tackle for them that they can rotate in and, and play. And so that gives you three at each uh, three deep at the two defensive tackle, nose tackle spots in Scott Simon's defense. So for me, you have Torian Carter who could have given you two years and he's been more productive, but tank Booker gives you that big size in the middle that even Jordan Miller playing nose tackle didn't necessarily give you. I mean, he was a big, strong man for SMU for one year that really helped SMU's defense be solidified in the middle. Um, but Tank Booker has that true, I mean, traditional, think of like a Terrence Cody back in the Alabama days, um, Jaheim Otis at Alabama right now, um, uh, some of the big Georgia defensive tackles, nose tackles that they've had lately. This is a big mountain of a man. Um, and so for him, he's getting one more year of college football. He's played in a ton of games. He's looking for that fresh start, and he's going to do it at SMU. So um, he's also a dad. Uh, he he uh, p- uh, tweeted out his uh, commitment and had a uh, um, uh, graphic done with his uh, uh, baby's, um, uh, uh, I guess, a, one- a onesie. I should know this. Um, a onesie on there. And he was saying my new why. And uh, it said uh, uh, number one um, or, or number 10. Let me read it for you guys. Number 10 is my dad, I think is what he said. Yeah, number 10 is my dad. And it was a little SMU onesie. So pretty cool there. He's got a reason to play and play at eye level in his final year of college football. So um, maybe that's a motivating factor for him. I know Mike Lockhart is uh, uh, engaged or married or one of the two things. So 
uh, a couple of these guys that SMU is bringing in product of having those extra years uh, to play with when it comes to COVID years and things like that. Some of these guys are older guys um, that uh, do have um, other motivation in their life to playing and playing at a high, high level. So what does this mean for SMU? SMU is going to now be able to sit back and take a best available approach um, to its roster. And we dropped uh, or, or we had a subscriber coming in and drop a note about a visitor uh, this weekend for SMU. And so if you don't subscribe to OnThePonyExpress.com, there will be a transfer official visitor on campus that um, we reported on the site. But there is going to be another one who we'll have to keep quiet for now. But an electric playmaker, keep an eye out. Um, we are going to be monitoring that one closely as well. So again, a best available approach emerging here for SMU in the transfer portal. And uh, that's what you really want um, if you're SMU. You want to be able to take that approach with your roster where you have your needs addressed pretty much everywhere. I mean, you've, I, I think now outside of tight end and running back and quarterback, they've really addressed every single position with a transfer um, so far. But they are still looking. They're looking for another corner. Um, I think when it comes to the spring, they will go down the list of available defensive tackles and try for one more. Um, we know that Jafari Harvey and Elijah Roberts are going to uh, hold down those edge positions for SMU now. Um, and they've got depth at both of those spots. They've got the defensive line depth taken care of, but one more certainly can't hurt. And they'll know a little bit more about where their roster number stands come, come in this at the end of the spring. Um, and so that'll be something where they can look at and figure out um, what what the need is and if they do need to address it, if at all. So um, when it comes to the best available approach, uh, that is kind of where SMU is. We know corner is going to be a position that they continue to try to target somebody out of uh, the transfer portal, and they're going to continue to be patient. The coaching carousel is uh, still very much churning away. With Nick Saban announcing his retirement, that means Alabama players have 30 days to enter the portal. Whoever Bama hires will then trigger another 30-day window for transfer portal um, entries. And um, for SMU, that means potentially um, an ability to go out and find some high-level transfers still, um, which is a good thing for the Mustangs. So uh, that just gives them the potential to grab options, um, which you certainly won't complain about at all if you're an SMU fan. Um and so we will keep an eye on that for you at OnThePonyExpress.com. So be sure to subscribe for just a dollar for your first two months using code SMU1. SMU, the number one um, to get you uh, all the latest transfer scoop um, on uh, this roster coming together for the Mustangs. So uh, exciting times to have a guy named Tank uh, hit the SMU roster once again. Taylor Reed was a part of the team and his nickname was tank um and and he played uh, a very very critical role for those SMU de defenses um earlier uh this century so um another tank rolls into the hilltop for smu uh for one season um again keep it locked on on the pony express for more information on that let's uh shift a little bit of gears here um to um recruiting and smu is still dishing out new offers um, in the class of 2025. And one that I want to highlight for you guys here in just a second is uh, one of the newest uh, offers. He got offered this week, um, Austin, Texas, Lake Travis, standout four-star defensive lineman, Gus Cordova, 
Um, he's an on 300 member just outside the top 200 overall prospects in the country. Uh, he's a top 20 defensive lineman nationally. On on three, he's got Baylor, Oklahoma, Oregon, um, uh, TCU, and and multiple other offers to his name. And um, he's going down to AM this weekend, he told me, but he's going to check out SMU here very soon. So we're going to have that full story, his reaction up on the site. So just when you think 2024 is done, well, 2025 junior days and visits are already heating up. So it's a perfect time to jump on board. Um, learn more about Gus Cordova. That, that story will be up Friday morning. We'll kick off what is going to be a busy weekend at OnThePonyExpress.com. So um, all the more reason to uh, jump on board that much, I can tell you. Um, before we go any further on the recruiting front, um, I do want to tell you guys about our friends at Big Game USA, the official game ball of SMU football. You guys can own it and grab it on their site right now. Um, they have been on a tear. I actually just left a meeting um, a little bit earlier today with our friends at Big Game USA. They were telling me they've got some big plans uh, for not only SMU, um, but all their colleges that they represent there at Big Game USA, which is an Addison, Texas-based company that produces pretty much every single college football out there, uh, the official game ball of SMU. You can get 10% off your order using code BEON3. That also gets you free shipping. And I can tell you guys, we had a run um, of uh, orders there for the holiday season. Um, as If you're watching on YouTube, you can see the official game ball from last year. But they've got some big things planned uh, for SMU football as they move to the ACC. So we'll keep you guys in the loop on those. But um, we sold a bunch of footballs, which was cool. Uh, so a lot of people jumping on that for Christmas gifts. Uh, so be sure to uh, check them out. BigGameUSA.com. Use promo code BEON3 for 10% off. Your order plus free shipping. So good friend of the program there, Big Game USA. When it comes to recruiting, SMU is uh, going to have a few battles on their hands. And, and one of the ones that we haven't addressed uh, just yet is Demetrius Brisbane, uh, the Tyler Chapel Hill uh, athlete. He plays quarterback uh, for Chapel Hill, but he is going to be a safety at SMU. Um, he's committed there. He's, he's a guy that, um, you know, Kyle Cooper... Uh, really honed in on when it comes to recruiting him. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see some of his clips from the game I went to. He's an electric athlete. Um, he is going to visit Texas uh, this uh, next weekend, uh, January 20th. He's also going to go to a couple other programs, Baylor. But he is uh, going to get back to SMU at some point here. Um, and I'm going to catch up with him later tonight um, uh, after I record this podcast to kind of break down where things stand for him. But he is somebody that SMU has really done a nice job recruiting. And so if you're new to really following recruiting as SMU, you know, makes its way into the ACC and gets into more of these high level recruitments, um, know that these 2025 prospects that are going through uh, their recruiting process are going to be probably making visits. Um, there are going to be some that take those visits. Um, and we'll talk about another one here in a second. But the goal for SMU here is, and this is a good question that I got on the message board and and I forgot where it was and, and maybe it might have even been a mailbag question um, that I was going to do for our uh, subscriber only, but I don't think it was in that thread. So, but I'll talk about it now. When it comes to commitments and how colleges view them, I think nowadays you are seeing 
a shift. Everybody wants to talk about the Clemsons who say, oh, you can't ever visit any programs. Well, the thing with Clemson is they offer the fewest prospects out there in the entire country every year, pretty much. Um, there are not many colleges, if any, each year that offer fewer prospects than Clemson does. And so they really, once they take your commitment, they lock in with you and they sit with you. And that is where you're going to go to college in all likelihood. And so NIL has kind of changed things. There's been some here and there where uh, they backed off that Clemson pledge and things like that, but it hasn't been many. So for other colleges out there and you extend offers left and right and do all of those things, you have to keep recruiting and you have to keep recruiting these prospects. Once they commit Demetrius Brisbane uh, committed to SMU back in um, the summer in June, right after a camp at SMU where he and his teammates came and really enjoyed it. Ricky Stewart, the four-star running back is his teammate. He's also committed. And Ricky from talking to sources has been locked in. Well, Demetrius is still a guy who, wants to take visits and do those things. And at the same time, he's locked in with SMU. And that's a hard thing for some people to kind of grasp at times is you can be locked in. And again, this goes for anything. I mean, these these prospects can go through the process and be locked in, be locked in, be locked in, and then flip. Think about Speedy Nettles and how SMU was able to get him. They quietly got him on a visit late after it was apparent Purdue wasn't going as well as he had kind of thought, and SMU had gotten into the ACC. Things changed. For Demetrius, his recruiter, Kyle Cooper, still very much on staff. Scott Simons continues to work on him. He's a guy that they have really just prioritized to be that one of the key safeties in this class. And so SMU is going to have to ride the wave here. They're going to have to ride the wave until you really look at things and you pretty much assess entering the summer, hey, is this guy as locked in as he says? And from talking with people and talking with people around Chapel Hill and especially East Texas and the job SMU's done getting in there, most people think that if Demetrius Brisbane doesn't go to SMU, it would be to Texas. I mean, that's a school he's visited. That's a school that had him on campus pretty quickly after he committed in a way early in the season. But some of the other offers and teams pursuing him, they're not – viewed as big threats to SMU. So this one is going to be one where SMU has to just continue to buckle in and do do some hard work. But the battle is getting guys like him committed. And once they're committed, then you can kind of fend people off. And for SMU to have the season they had, that helps. To keep Kyle Cooper on staff, that helps. To have the defensive performance that they had, that helps. Now, if you look at Texas, for example, they had a heck of a season. They're going to the SEC. They're doing all these things. We'll see if they end up really pushing the pace here on him, but they're hosting him for a junior day, so he's very much still on their radar. Um, he's just one you're going to have to buckle in. I, he's worth it. He's worth it to be in these battles. Um, but SMU has done a really nice job recruiting him at the same time. So he's one to know um, and, and keep an eye on here as visits unfold. But um, he's not the only one that SMU is going to be battling to keep. JV on holiday, the Duncanville cornerback who committed to SMU in early December, had offers from all over the place. Uh, he's going to visit Miami this month, but he's swinging through SMU with some of his teammates. Uh, Tyron Polly, Keelan Russell, the four-star quarterback who's committed to SMU as well um, in the 2025 class. But these are all examples of high-level recruiting. They're four-stars. They've got offers. They've got that high-level attention on them. So riding the wave of January – and even if they pop up for a spring practice somewhere else, 
is something to keep an eye on. But when you get to the summer and you get to official visit season with long-time commitments, you don't want them visiting elsewhere. So um, this is a time of year where you're going to see guys take visits. And the goal for SMU is to just keep buckling in and getting guys on campus and going to visit um, uh, these players and, and going to show them some love. And, and, and that's kind of where you're at um, when it comes to recruiting and recruiting at this level. And if you look at a guy like Keelan Russell, who is your quarterback commitment, we're not going to hear in all likelihood that much about him visiting elsewhere. He's a quarterback, and De'Eric King has really taken the reins there and done very well. And it would be kind of surprising at this point to see him visit elsewhere because he is the quarterback. He is your future, um, one of the pieces at quarterback that is your future. And so if you're SMU, you've got to be able to um, obviously continue to host him. He's going to be recruiting for you, and you don't want uh, that program or that uh, player to ever feel like you've got priorities elsewhere. And at the quarterback position, we're not going to see that change. Keelan Russell's the guy for SMU in 2025. He actually trains with Keldrick Luster, uh, who's SMU's uh, 2023 signee um, and redshirted this year. So um, both those guys working out together is a good thing. Derek King is getting his feet wet now as uh, the quarterback's coach. And uh, SMU's just done a good job recruiting him. So um, as we go through this time of year where visits happen, I would not expect Keelan Russell to be one of those guys that um, visits elsewhere, which is a good thing uh, for SMU. So um, the 2025 class, we're going to start breaking it down a little bit more when it comes to what guys SMU is targeting, <clears throat> who's going to get to campus and things like that. We'll do that a lot for our subscribers as uh, they pay for the goods there at ontheponyexpress.com. But when it comes to some of the public news out there, we can always react and talk about it here. Um, but Keelan is a guy that uh, is one of those um, players that you really um, build a class around. And I, I think for me, um, seeing a guy like him develop the way he has over the course of his junior year um, is a big deal. Um, another state championship, and you can build with headlining guys like that. So they've got some really nice pieces early on in the class of 2025, committed to SMU, and later this month we'll have – full junior day coverage as SMU will welcome some more top targets to campus. We've had updates on a couple of those guys this week, so be sure to check it out at ontheponyexpress.com. Before we wrap up uh, the podcast with some talk about hoops and kind of what, what is next there, do want to remind you guys once again about our friends at Status Jet. Uh, Status Jet, again, code PONYUPACC to get the goods on a discount for a round trip uh, flight that you book with Status Jet. And I was there in the office today talking with them, and they are thrilled about the reaction that we've gotten from this partnership. And in particular, because they're also an official sponsor of SMU. And so you can work with them knowing that they have SMU's best interest in mind as well, which is a good thing. They've got all sorts of jets for you to choose from. Here's a look at some of their light jets uh, that they've got uh, in their uh, capacity to book for you. And if you mention on the Pony Express and our partnership with them, again, they'll work with you on a discount, depending on your flight, depending on your flight distance, the plane you book, all of those things. Um, so it's an exciting time when that schedule comes out uh, for the first season of ACC football, 
with SMU, we're going to go to work with Status Jet on some really cool packages and, and ways to get SMU fans to and from uh, the big games in ACC country. So looking forward to that. And just a quick reminder again to check out Status Jet at statusjet.com. Basketball does return to the hardwood here um, this weekend with another road matchup. They head to East Carolina um, with a 3 p.m. matchup on ESPN+. SMU sits at 1-1 one and one overall in league play, 10-5 and five overall. They're coming off of that um, loss to Memphis, one that they really, in the grand scheme of things, want to get back. Um, I'm intrigued to see how they do when it comes to this run in the AAC because they showed they can play with the top level team in the American Memphis. They showed that they can play with them. They can compete with them. They can beat them. That's something that's very much on the table for this program is being at that level. And when find out the, um, identity of a team in conference play, it is probably the hardest thing to do from game one to game two is assess because for in SMU's case, uh, they had a very exciting first start um, to league play. And then they went out and uh, ultimately dropped a game they should have won. And that's a tough thing to kind of stomach for SMU fans, especially against Memphis, a team that, you know, a lot of these uh, SMU fans out there have fond memories of beating and, on your way out to the ACC, you want to send a message to them that, you know, still own them a little bit. But that's not been the case as of late. Um, SMU does host Memphis <clears throat> later this uh, season on February 18th in another Sunday game. Uh, this time it'll be in Dallas, of course. It'll be on the big ESPN once again um, as one of the marquee matchups in the American. But I think what I want to see from Rob Lanier and his staff is – to find a way to change this offensive identity because the defensive identity is terrific. I mean, they're one of the better teams defensively in the entire country. Uh, they do a really nice job stopping teams from putting up points, stopping uh, teams enough to keep them below their averages. They play really hard on that end of the floor. I think there's a lack of I offensive identity and it's a mix between wow, they're really good at scoring points in the paint and making that happen. And then they get away with it, uh, get away from it, and they go three for 21 from three-point range. Now, those are what Tim Jankovic would call just an off night. You're never going to see it again, all those things. But you have to find a level of consistency that can put you into the top of this league. It's not a league that has Houston or Cincinnati or um, some of these other teams that have been major players in the American. This is a league that is very much um, one that SMU can make noise in and win. To do that, they're going to have to find a way offensively um, to step up and make shots when they get them, but also not get away from what has you know, buttered their bread enough in a game like Memphis to put them in position where they're up 15 at one point in the first half. They're up 12 at the half. So it's a hard line to walk when you have guards like Zurich Phelps and Chuck Harris and uh, Ricardo Wright, who can make some shots at times. But you've got to find a way to hone that in and not let it impact your team to a standpoint where you're going to fall 
in critical games and key opportunities to get signature wins. So it's all a growing period for this program as they look to take a step uh, in the right direction with Rob Lanier at the helm this season, his second season. Um, but right now it's in a tough situation because until they show that ability to play under control offensively and to play in a way that can get this team in the win column against some of these better opponents on a more consistent basis, like we saw they missed out on some of those opportunities in non-conference play, it's going to be a team that it's hard to say, oh, they're going to be one of the top teams in the American, regardless of how watered down this league is this year. So I'm watching closely how this team develops over the next couple games, and in particular coming off of almost a week off um, from um, playing basketball. Um, that'll be uh, in, in a game, at least. That'll be something that I'm watching is how does a six-day layoff affect this team? Can they get things back on track and have a showing against East Carolina that, you know, they really, you know, should be able to to take care of business. East Carolina is nine and seven on the year. They're nothing special. Um, they're not a program that has really stepped up in a big way. They are two and one in league play. Um, but at the same time, they've uh, not gotten some of the signature wins, just like SMU. They've beaten uh, Tulsa and Temple back-to-back -back wins. They lost to FAU, a top 25 team, um, by 15 points. So uh, on the road, they'll be back at home. Um, they got a close win over Tulsa at home to kick off uh, their wins in league play. They beat Tulsa on the road Wednesday night, 73-62. So that was kind of an emphatic win in that regard, even though the Temple isn't the Temple we're used to seeing uh, in way past of, of the American. But um, SMU has a chance to get things back on track and show that they can be a factor in the American for the rest of the season. So with that, guys, going to wrap up this edition of the podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, maybe early next week, we'll be back with another edition uh, with some big news to share with you guys on the recruiting front for SMU. So another big weekend on the Hilltop with transfers. We'll be there to monitor for you guys every step of the way. Subscribe to OnThePonyExpress.com and to our YouTube channel as well. Just a dollar for your first two months when you use code SMU1, SMU the number one, to join um, on ponyexpress.com. So check that out for our YouTube listeners. It's a special deal um, to join on ponyexpress.com. We appreciate you guys listening. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the On The Pony Express podcast with Billy Embody. Follow us on your socials on X at SMU on 3 and on Instagram at On3SMU. And keep it locked to OnThePonyExpress.com for more coverage. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply